Hey everyone, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, when you're growing up and the holidays come around, A, it always seems like the holidays lasted forever. I mean, even beyond holidays, do you remember summer when you were like nine? It lasted forever. And when you went back to school, it was as if you you were going back for the going to school for the first time ever. And then you get older and it just flies by. Oh my God, I'm in my 50s and I feel like I, I get off work Friday and suddenly it's Monday morning and I don't remember anything that happened. That might be a mental issue with me. I seem to have selective black... Not blackouts. I remember everything that went on, but it's just like, wow, did it really go that fast? When you were a kid, life drew kind of dragged its feet and it was like being in a dentist's office nothing ever goes fast in a dentist's office but then you get older and it's like a roller coaster ride boom it just started now it's over so it's an odd thing but the holidays held a special magic and every family had their rituals and sometimes it doesn't even have to do with a holiday it's just that's how it evolved in your house Now, in my house, when my kids were little, anytime I cooked breakfast, it was a hangout time. Nobody ever hung out in the kitchen unless I was cooking. And both my kids would hang out. I'd always make sure that uh, I would buy extra bacon, and they would hang out and sit on the sink. And then, you know, there was always extra bacon for sampling, and we'd just have a great time. And it was a very, almost like a private moment with me and the kids. I loved it. I remember when I was five, I first started one of one of my first big Thanksgiving traditions. I would lay on the floor from about 6 a.m. on. I was always an early riser. And just watch hour after hour of Twilight Zone. Because that was the Thanksgiving Day marathon of Twilight Zone. Rod Serling. Odd trivia bit, Rod Serling insisted on being the announcer for Twilight Zone. They tried to talk him out of it because he he had horrible stage fright that turned into massive flop sweat. So they would film the beginnings of the Twilight Zones like 5, 10 in a day and he had to change his shirt and suit after each take because he would just soak through. I find that fascinating and yet Rod Serling was the shit. Every bit player in Hollywood, and a number of them went on to become big stars, they were on Twilight Zone. But for as many stars as there were, there were just as many folks that that was their one and only credit, and they never did another goddamn thing. But you could depend on that. I would watch Twilight Zone all day long, right up until my mom said it was time to eat. And that's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So you're looking at a solid, goodness, nine hours. And then I got into football, but that was kind of like my mid-teens. So from about age 5 to about age 15, a solid decade of one day a year of about nine hours of Twilight Zone. I would be shocked if there was a Twilight Zone episode that I haven't seen. But the holidays lend themselves to odd traditions. I mean, everybody has that, do you open your gifts Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Those are the easy ones. But it's like, you know, other traditions, like uh, those that have 
that know about this get it. The other folks that don't, you can try to Google it, but it may not make any sense. The uh, tradition of a cooking witch. I know someone I went to high school with, and this girl will not cook if her cooking witch is not in the kitchen. She said things burn, stuff boils over, everything goes to shit without a cooking witch. And it's a wildly, I mean, it's a bit of an old country type tradition. Or who knows? It could be just something that grandma made an odd comment once and it became gospel within the family. But there's weird stuff like that. I have... My mom... Well, I don't even think it was my mom. We used to have Thanksgiving at my Aunt Cheryl's house. And I remember being told, you can't have pie if anybody else at the table is still eating. And yet I've done Thanksgiving in other places. And they, you know, they have been... Goodness, you want a piece of pie now? You can have it before we eat the main entree. But it was very structured at my aunt's house. And so that's kind of how the holidays go. You know, everybody's got their own house rules. It's like Monopoly. You go to somebody else's house, you have to learn their house rules. You go to Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner at somebody else's house, you got to learn their rules. So all of that today, all those, go back to your childhood. Go back to all the weird stuff that went on only at your house. And that's what leads us to today's episode. Time to get your holiday fix on today's caffeinated humor. Okay, so it's the holidays. I mean, this is being written way before, but you get what I mean. I love any holiday that gets me a day off of work if it occurs after Halloween. So pretty much the heavy ones are Thanksgiving, Black Friday, depending on your company, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve. There are companies I've worked for that you get those off, some that you don't. Now, a lot of people get cynical and harsh around the holidays, but not me. I spend most of the year in that mode, so the holidays are really when I let a lot of stuff go. Besides, I get to indulge my biggest addiction. Might even be bigger than caffeine, and that is saying something. Nope, this addiction is one I've been battling for a long time, going back into my childhood. And the holidays are when I can have it as much as I want, no one bats an eye. Eggnog? Nope. Champagne? Nope. Candy canes? Nope. Binge watching. When I was a kid, it was Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone and a little film called It's a Wonderful Life. Now, Twilight Zone was nice because you got everyone in Hollywood at one time or another was a bit player on Twilight Zone. But It's a Wonderful Life, very specific. Jimmy Stewart was the shit. One of the top five best films I've ever seen. I don't even argue this one with people. If it's not in your top five, you're just wrong. You're dumb and that's how it is. George Bailey is the man all men should aspire to be. And yet, eh, we all fall short. And his wife was hot. She was like that sleeper hot. Now, evil as it is to be lusting after Mrs. Bailey, there's no getting around that one. Now, not everyone gets what they want for Christmas or for the holidays. People don't get that pony they wanted. I don't get my session of Bad Baby with a liquored up Mary Bailey. Life just goes on. But I gave some serious thought as to why I love the movie so much. 
It would have to be hope. It's a story about hope. Not that, hey, you look stupid enough to vote for me, hope and change. Or as somebody once said, hope and give me all your change. But the hope that everything will work out if you just keep swinging for those fences. I mean, nothing does what it's supposed to these days. Hell, back in 2012, the Mayan calendar ended and the world was supposed to happen. Even that didn't go as it was supposed to. So damn the Mayans and their silly-ass calendar. I'm not even Mayan, but I was hoping for it. Now I have a cousin that said he didn't buy any gifts for the holidays because he was kind of counting on the end of the world. That may make you laugh for a minute, but he was still up at 5 a.m. today shopping for all his Christmas shit in one day. And it's not even the day before Christmas. That's the weird part. He's just decided today's the day. And I figure more power to him. Now, took a little break, and I was watching It's a Wonderful Life. I have it on DVD. Why do I wait for it to come around in the holidays? No clue. But it seems nice if you just wait for it to be on TV. And I just discovered something. Old Man Potter, in addition to being the epitome of the rich bastard, is also a big-time racist. The scene is a pivotal one. George Bailey, sitting in Potter's office, Potter's trying to get him to give up on his savings and loan. Subtext, metaphor for his soul. Yes, sir, trapped into frittering his life away, playing nursemaid to a lot of garlic eaters. Do I paint a correct picture or do I exaggerate? It is a classic hate-the-shit-out-of-him line. It removes any guilt you might have for hating Potter outright. Maybe that's the secret to Christmas. That hate is okay. At least it'll keep you warm at night, because winter can get cold. However, rather than risk offending the shade of George Bailey, I will leave you with this. There's some good out there, you kind of just have to dig for it. I'm fairly certain it doesn't exist here, but it's out there. It's not something a politician can take from one person and give it to you. It's something you have to make happen for yourself. By their very nature, victories are won. They're not given. You take a victory. You cannot have it handed to you. Mainly because you appreciate them. And victory without appreciation isn't victory. Happy holidays, all. Time for some coffee.